morning, good afternoon, and good evening to our listeners joining us today. I am Will Heisentruitt, and this is Sometimes Baseball. I am joined by Henry Seiler. How you doing, Henry? I'm good, Trout. How you doing? Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, good to I'm, be back. Yes, I'm very happy to have you back. You're actually the second person we ever had yeah. on the show for Sometimes Baseball. Unfortunately, yeah. this was in its beginning stages Yeah, <laughs> when uh, we were just doing Instagram Live, uh, trying to do a little bit different, but we heard a whole bunch of uh, feedback to tell us to podcast it. So now yeah. that we have started, we can actually remember what we talked about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, last time Henry and I, we really got into it just talking about Nats baseball. We are both yep. from the D.C. area. We both have been to Nationals games together. And yep. I'm sure we'll be getting into that uh, breakdown of what the Nats season really looked like yeah. and anything else Henry uh, wanted to talk about. So as the title suggests, this is part of the personal podcast series where a commenter is randomly selected from our social media platforms to join, join the show and talk about baseball. If you like what you are hearing here and want more, we also hold a weekly episode covering a water scope where the agenda covers our random thoughts, baseball history, takeaways from the season, larger overall baseball topics, drafts, trivia, song lyrics, movie quotes, and trending Twitter topics. If any of our listeners have a fun Twitter story they want us to talk about, trivia they think can stump David Carey or our guests, you can be a part of this show. All you have to do is reach out to us on either Instagram or TikTok. On Instagram, you can DM us at Sometimes Baseball. On TikTok, you can reach us at sometimes.baseball. Additionally, if you like our logo, Head on over to teespring.com slash stores slash sometimes baseball for branded apparel. If you don't like any of the current designs, you can reach out to our email, which is sometimes baseball at gmail.com. All right, let's jump into it. So as I mentioned, Henry and I are both Nats fans, but let's hear champ shirt on right now. Yes, there we go. I like it. (laughs) Nice champ shirt on from Christmas. There you go. 2019 champs. Yes. Now that was a year ago. Um, Yeah, I know. Can't believe it's already been a year. I I actually saw a tweet yesterday. Or actually, no, it was today. And it's like, uh, it's been a year since. And it was uh, Juan Soto's big hit against the Brewers. Yes, the wild card game. That was a great game that was. Wow, yeah. Were you watching that on TV? Oh yeah, I was going nuts. Yeah, I was at uh, I was in Dayton, but I was watching. I was I was going crazy. Was <laughs> yeah, crazy. craziest atmosphere. Because um, you were at the game, right? Yes. Yeah, Dude. with my dad. Yeah. Oh, so jealous. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you like can see like them like pinning the crowd. They're throwing beers everywhere. Yes, that yeah, that's one like, of the greatest. Like they should put up in on their Cooperstown. Like yeah, put it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was, was awesome. so cool that was so um, cool. but yeah so i guess going back now a bit tell us how you got into baseball let's let's hear about that well i got into baseball at a young age i started playing when i was really young because my dad played uh for catholic university in college and he played at gonzaga so like baseball's always been a big background for my family but i started playing when i was about five six you know t-ball and then i played baseball until about the end of seventh grade uh, was when we disbanded our team with uh, our middle school. Uh, mm-hmm. And then since then, uh, I've just become just a watcher. You know, I really uh, – I would play like – you know, we play up at like HR, which is right by my school every once in a while, in high school up at our field. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've just become kind of more of a a viewer now. And But I still have always loved baseball. That was like the first sport I played. Um, and then my par- my dad has obviously always been into it. He watches as many games as he can. So I kind of <laughs> – got a love of baseball through him 
And that's how it all started. And now I've just been a big fan. The Nats coming back in 05 was actually great. Because I lived in um, Tennessee for a little bit. And then once we moved back, it's like the Nats were a big thing. So we're like, all right, sweet. Like DC is a baseball team. That's good. Yeah, no, the DC having a baseball team was the greatest thing growing up because yeah. they're new. Nobody like, so everybody's kind of getting into the fandom of it together, which I thought. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. Yeah. Cause it was, it was basically like, we've had the Nats, you know, if, we've had it basically since we were kids and it's, it's great that we kind of like, we don't feel like we're a, new, a newish franchise, but we kind of are, I mean, no one really kind of, I mean, I guess a few people pay attention to the Expos history, but the Nats are kind of like a, a new thing, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. The Expos history was kind of tumultuous and they really yeah. weren't growing uh, or gaining the amount of fans they would have liked. So they moved on down to Washington to bring baseball back to the nation, yeah. nation's capital in 2005. And uh, they were really a whole scrap of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> there, were some, yeah. <laughs> there were some guys here and there. They had Frank Robinson as their manager. Super cool. Yeah. Everybody got to watch it grow together, and that culminated in that world championship this last year. Which yeah, man, that was awesome. Yeah, the the parade was just people just yeah, what a great year. Yeah, the playoff demons exalted. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> hell of a year, man, hell of a year. Yes. So you are a watcher or a yes, fan, sir. a viewer yep, just a fan of now. baseball. Yes. Tired. Hung and, up the hung up the glove. Yep. There you go. And. So last time on the show, we asked you who your favorite players, all-time favorite players are. And I do remember that your number one pick was Daniel Murphy. Yeah, good old Danny. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so he unfortunately has not had too great of a showing since he left the Nats. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know, and it's funny. He – yeah, he hasn't been playing as well, which is crazy. I wish he could have stayed on the Nats for that that title because I do really miss him. But, mm-hmm. you know, he had to go. And, yeah, it's weird. Like, the Rockies should be a pretty damn good team, but they've had their, like, hiccups, which is kind of weird. But they have a – you know, they have a great stadium. That's a stadium I really love to visit. Oh, it's awesome. Because, uh, like, my family, we were doing this big thing. We've been doing it for a while where we try to visit as many baseball stadiums as we can, and the Rockies one looks sweet. So – it's one of my favorite stadiums that I've been to. It's up yeah, there it for so sure. Cool. It looks so cool. Yeah, because um, for me, like, uh, we've been to, like, obviously, like, you've been to the Pirates Stadium a ton. Um, and I really like the Pirates Stadium. But I think my favorite stadium visiting was the Brewers. Really, really? like the Brewers wow. Stadium. Yeah, it was really cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I've yeah, yeah the Brewers Stadium. Miller, Miller Stadium is really cool. I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, I have one. I have one of those things where you scratch off where like the stadiums you've been to. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, that's cool. That's what we should do. I think we just kind of keep it, uh, keep track in our heads, but that sounds pretty dope. I think my parents would like that. Old yeah. Scr- you, you can get this big thing. You just scratch it off and then you write down like the score of like the game that you went to or like, the Oh, date. awesome. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. So since watching this uh, season, have any other players kind of caught your eye that you've really uh, liking to um, any player in general? Yeah. Or any player in general. Um, you know, I've been a big fan of, um, I actually like for the Nats, uh, I've just, you know, I've always liked Trey and Trey went on that remarkable hitting streak this season, Yeah. but, um, I actually really like Stevenson. I know he didn't have like a, you know, standout year and he didn't bat a ton. He only played in 15 games, but, um, I don't know, whenever he plays, I just kind of like, I kind of like 
pay a little close attention because I like him for some reason. I don't know why. I'm, I'm a fan of him. Yeah, he's one of those guys that, like, he doesn't really jump off yeah. the page at you just from walking around. He's a bit scrawnier, but he was really hitting at the so end of the quick, season. It, his bat-to-ball yeah. skills were super high, and he just needed the chance, which he finally got. Yeah, dude, he's been great. I, I really liked watching him on the Nats, and uh, hopefully he, you know, hopefully he starts maybe getting more more time. And then when Luis Garcia was up for a little bit, he was he was dynamite. He was pretty good. Yeah, and yeah, good. yeah. He the the, the Nats are interesting because they still have a young core of position players, but mm. uh, the pitching is there. But yeah, getting back into Stevenson, he ended the season on a. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve game hit streak. Wow, that's awesome. And uh he recorded extra I didn't notice that much. That's great. Yeah, he recorded extra base hits in seven consecutive games at one point. Wow. There you go. That's so, great. Okay. Like, yeah, like he has the ability to be a really good standout player. It's just give yeah. him that chance, you know. I give him the chance, yeah, man. That's Any great. other players that uh... – uh, In general, okay, I guess league speaking, uh, Tatis is so sweet, dude. He's awesome. He really jumps off He was so right awesome. I, that's why I'm, I'm shocked right now that uh, the cards are up in this series against, against the Padres. I thought the Padres' offense would be more dynamite because I was looking back and looking at stats. And I don't know, like, they uh, – I don't know. They haven't really been playing that well in the postseason – Obviously, I mean, they're down one. They lost seven to four in the first game. But Tatis was awesome to watch during the regular season. I think he was kind of like the X factor. And I was watching, I was looking up some MLB stuff because I saw something about uh, like Juan Soto maybe being the number one like Latino player in the MLB. And they actually had done a bunch of voting. And it was like just because of Tatis's insane year this year, he's number one. And hmm. then I think it's Acuna. And then I think it's Soto right now. Yeah, no, those three guys. Uh, yeah, seriously. Tatis is awesome. Man. <laughs> yeah, great. get get those three guys and Vlad Guerrero Jr. in a room. You're gonna, yeah, it'll be electric. Yeah. I think uh, all of them are buddies. I think I know that. Uh, I think they, I think they all like kind of hang out if I remember correctly. Yeah, no, I, I know uh, Acuna and awesome. Soto are friends. Um, yeah, despite <laughs> what uh, social media makes you believe, with all those obnoxious Braves fans and sending in a picture of Tiger Woods with the with the uh, Braves hat on every time they beat us. That was like uh-huh. a, a big thing from the regular season that made me mad was they would always like troll our page. There'd be like 30 of them. And it was, uh, it was always so annoying because they would, they would just not let up every game. But yeah, Tatis is great. I actually liked watching uh, Osuna play. Oh, yeah. He turned out to be a fantastic signing by those Braves. Oh, I know. Osuna, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's great. Who's the, uh, the uh, one, the big Japanese guy on uh, – the Angels. Shohei Otani. He's a beast, too. He's great. Yeah. There's a lot of great young players coming up. And obviously, you have, like, you know, uh, all the studs that have been around for a while. I really liked what Trevor Brower is doing on the mound this year. Yeah, though he's exploding like off the mound. He's yeah. fired up. You know, it's a shame that the Reds couldn't beat the Braves and keep the Braves' uh, playoff losing streak up. That was a shame. But, I know, I yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, Trevor Bauer. I like how he's very vocal too about like he's he's like I think a big thing with the MLB is, and I've seen so many people complain about it, but they always say that like the MLB has the worst like the, the, like marketing their individual players has always been like a struggle for them to do. And so I think it's cool that like Trevor Bauer is also like very vocal when he's like talking about the sport and about issues. 
Like, I think he was a big, a big guy against the Asterix um, and kept talking about him. So that was cool to see. Yeah, no, it's interesting you bring that up because that's really something that <laughs> Major League Baseball is finally trying to analyze. And yeah. a big reason why guys don't market themselves or don't speak up or aren't active on social media is because they're too tired. They don't have any time to do any of that. Oh, that is true, Because yeah. you think about it, they play every single day for six months straight, and then all they want to do when it, when it comes to the offseason – uh, for that three-month stretch, yeah. uh, not counting uh, spring trading or the yeah. postseason if they get that far. Because if you think – they're probably they're going for like t- nine, ten months straight. Yeah, the baseball season's grueling, yeah. Yeah, so they don't have any time. And <laughs> all they want to yeah. do in the offseason is just hang out with their family, you know. <laughs> yeah, they hang out with their family, go on vacation. They don't want to be like, you know, trying to expand. I mean, they'll expand their brand based on how they play at the plate or – on the mound, but yeah, you're right. They kind of just want to relax and take a break. If baseball is their life for 10 months, they, I mean, of course they love baseball, but yeah, they need that break. I didn't think about that. You're right. Yeah. And it's a good like, point. They don't have any time to do commercials as well. Yeah. That's, like the really, the, that's really the big dif- the biggest difference between the NBA, the NHL and the MLB is they're all over the same amount of time period, but they, they're the NHL and NBA season is half the amount of time. Yeah, the game. exactly. So they have far more off days. Um, yeah, dude, 162 games. Yeah, crazy. But it's the nature of the sport. It's the nature yeah. of owners wanting. Yeah, it all was that interesting. Revenue. It was really interesting too this year seeing the uh, 60 game season. Yeah, w- what are your thoughts on this season? The, the expanded playoff to eight teams. Um, do you like that? Unfortunately, like it didn't help the Nats, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll jump yeah, it into all the Nats. Yeah, because I remember you and me were talking um, in the last time we talked um, over Instagram Live about, like, the possibility of maybe the 60-game season being good to, like, as a test drive for the game to maybe shorten the season. And I liked the um, – I liked the 60-game season, especially, like, at the beginning, obviously, for the Nats. But then it, it was cool to see how – I feel like the managers uh, – a lot of people, like, say, like, oh, baseball managers don't do as much. But I think it was kind of cool to see how managers made adjustments with the shortened season. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, the biggest wow. adjustment that came out of it was seeing how much longer the starting pitchers were in the game. Yeah, yeah. Max Scherzer, every star was going 115 pitches because I know. every out is so big and he means so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that was that was crazy. I like the 60 game season, and then I do like the expanded playoff because I mean I know some people are like oh like already like half the league gets in, but I mean it's always cool to see like an underdog story, especially with uh, what happened with the Nats. So, I don't know. I kind of like the expanded playoff. Yeah, uh, and uh, it, it really brought about the biggest story of the season, which was the Miami Marlins making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I know. They go from, like, 14 guys on their team having COVID to, 18. like, you know, yeah. Eight, oh, it was 18. Okay, yeah. Even worse. <laughs> they, had, they had 18 guys, and now they're, like, you know, they're, they're a playoff team, and they, um, they're leading the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm a big fan. Got to root for them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's funny. I, I like I like that. I like that. I think it's making the game more interesting, and I feel like if you add, I don't know, it just makes it makes it more interesting. I like the uh, expanded playoffs and expanded teams. Mm-hmm. Now, would you want to keep it this way, eight teams? Uh, well, for 162, I, I liked how they did it for the 60 format because there was so like so much little game, like teams and games. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I think that for 162, no, you know what? I think I would like them to expand it, I guess. Yeah, I would say I would say expand. 
What do you think? Yeah, this has been a conversation. Like, I, I don't like how <laughs> if you win a hundred games, <laughs> you're you might you have the potential to get ousted. Is, okay, yeah, that is from true. the very beginning. But an interesting thing that I thought um, that I know a lot of other people have thought of as well. But I think this would be way better and give more incentive to win a hundred games and be that number one seed. Is you have yeah, the three division true. winners automatically advance to the division series, mm-hmm. and then you have four wild cards. And then, so the top seeded one places the lowest seeded one, two and three face each other, and then the winners of those play each other, all one game playoffs, and then the winner of that gets to play the one seed. Mm-hmm. So the one seed benefits because the team that they get to play burned through their first two pitchers, and they're probably scrambling the last week of the season to get in the playoffs. So it it really benefits those that number one team, and I think. Uh, with the expanded playoffs, like less teams are going to be tanking because you have that much of a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, I think I think the expansion could be expanded playoff teams could be good. Mm-hmm. Now, what what were your thoughts on the uh, universal DH this season? Did you miss Max Scherzer hitting or? <laughs> um, honestly, I think I like. I think I, I mean, it's actually exciting when pitchers hit and then they 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 have like hits or they score runs. Like I remember like. One of Strasburg's home runs last season was hilarious because, like, he just hit it like play, perfect placement with his bat. So I really missed it. I actually love when pitchers hit. I, I like seeing pitchers hit. So I did miss Max Scherzer not hitting because I just think it's funny. You know, I, I like seeing them hit. Mm-hmm. I definitely missed that part of the game for sure. Yeah, I was watching this highlight the other day of John Smoltz when he was a player. <laughs> he actually. He got a hit, and then he stole a base in a play in a playoff game. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah. So like, it's just like little things like that that you miss. Yeah, or you uh, see like those old those like old highlights of like Bartolo Colon having like a home run or something. Oh, that's awesome. the greatest. Yeah. So I I missed I I really like that pitcher's hit. I think it's fun. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I and it also good, didn't it's a good help running that, joke and stuff. Yeah, it, it also didn't help that uh, for the Nats, our DH options were. Ryan Zimmerman, who opted out. Yeah. Howie Kendrick, who dealt with injury the entire season. And Eric yeah. Thames, who was worth negative oh, wins over replacement. Yeah. yeah, dude. He was, like, brought this huge personality to the team. Like, oh, we got this huge guy. Like, he's going to be cool for the clubhouse. And he's going to hit, like, a bunch of home runs. And then he just didn't really do much. So that was a shame. Yep. Yeah. No, it, nothing really worked out for the Nats this year. So, let, let's hear your uh, take on what happened this season. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, where do I begin? Okay. Uh, well, mm, I guess I could start with the pitching. It was unfortunate that like, you know, Joe Ross was our number four and he had his kid, so he didn't want to risk anything. So he, he obviously opted out. So that was too bad. Uh, Strasburg was dealing with a lot of injuries. Scherzer had a really slow start, which I was surprised about. And yeah, just like our pitching wasn't there. Uh, Anibal Sanchez, I remember, uh, one time, one of the games, he just he just played really bad, too. I remember he had, like, a really bad game. I forget who it was against, but we were all complaining about his performance. And besides that, yeah, this pitching was, was really lackluster. I couldn't hit. Then we had Juan Soto start off with having uh, COVID. and The false positive. The false, false positive, yeah. False. That, that really screwed the pooch the first. Yeah, that was, and, that was a bad start. Yeah, because we didn't have his offensive, you know, firepower. And then, you know, our signings, yeah, just didn't do much. The key boom, I mean, we knew key boom was going to struggle, but um, 
I don't know, for some reason, like, they just kind of, like, I think after, like, 25 games, they're like, all right, let's just try something else. And they moved him back down. Yeah. And then Adam, Adam, Adam Eaton, I don't, know, don't even get me started about him. God. Adam Eaton is the worst. He, like, I remember that one error he had where he just, like, tried to catch the ball, bounce over his glove. It was, like, a, it was like a ground rule double. It was, like, I was, like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? So, like, he was frustrating to watch. It sucked not having Zimmerman. And Robles didn't play. Robles didn't hit well either. Well, Robles gained, like, 20 pounds, man. Really? Yeah. He, I don't think he worked out at all over the wow. break. Wow. Yeah. He was slower, so he didn't get as good jumps in center field. Yeah, I know. He's suffered. such a good defensive player. I, I think that, honestly, though, I mean, we had just won a championship. So, and then we lost Rendon. So, I wasn't expecting, like, I didn't, I wasn't one of those guys that's like, oh, we're going to go back to back because I knew that we were going to have some, <laughs> some uh, negatives from, you know, the changes in our lineup. But I expected us to put in a little bit more fight. Like, we weren't like pirates bad, but we didn't, we didn't play, we didn't play very well, which was unfortunate. I guess the positives from the season is that obviously Juan Soto is, is Juan Soto. So, we can, you know, look forward to his him playing really well for years to come. Trey had a very good year. And then just for in terms of pitching, we just gotta hope that the guys come back, you know, healthier and I don't know, just just play better. Our starting pitching is like we're putting a lot of money into and, and Corbin didn't really even play that well this year. And I really like Corbin. Um and then Doolittle struggled. We'll see if he's even on our roster come next season. I wouldn't be surprised if we uh, uh tender that contract. Yeah, because I like Doolittle. I, I thought he was good, but he just – he couldn't get anybody out this year, so it was a bummer. Yeah. And, and uh, there were other guys that stepped up that – Yeah, played well. Who cost a heck of a lot less. <laughs> yeah, they're a lot cheaper, yeah, because Doolittle's got the contract, yeah. I guess we'll be uh, reading a lot more books during the offseason if uh, this contract doesn't go very well. Yeah. Is there one thing that you can point to that's like, yeah, this is what – made us like not the same team as last not the same team honestly i i feel like uh not having just like all the late like we didn't we lost you know we didn't have para we didn't have we didn't we didn't have like the characters in our in our dugout that made us so loose i I don't know it's it's also the loss of rendon i think it was a big key losing rendon was rough because he brought so much offense i think just like not having we also missed Who's the guy that always always take his shirt off? I, I'm blanking on his name. Brian Dozier. Yeah, I miss Dozier. Um, I don't know. We just didn't have like the same chemistry. I feel like this year, and I feel like a lot of the baseball players just like at least on our team were just like, hey, like we just won the whole thing. I don't know. They might have had like a little bit of a hangover from all the from all the celebration and just being like, wow, we actually did it, you know. And they, I'm sure they had a really fun off season celebrating. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say the biggest piece would be losing Rendon, honestly. Yeah, the lineup just didn't have the same the same punch. Yeah, yeah, the punch that really drove in all those runs last year. <laughs> I know, I know, because I that was always the biggest thing with the Nats, uh, at least how I felt from like 2015 to 2018 was just, or even going as far back to 2012, it was just we just would have cold bats in the postseason, and then we finally had you know clutch moments, clutch hits. But I felt like this year we didn't have really any sparks on offense. Unless we're playing, you know, like throwaway games. Like we put up 15 on the Mets in our, of our last games of the season. 
Yeah, it was all back and forth. Just <laughs> like, yeah, yeah we, we, we'll go we'll, – we'll score one run in these six games, and then we'll score 15. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so inconsistent. It was, it was really weird. But I, I'm glad we locked up Davey. And I can't really complain about this season that much because, like, we just won it all. So I, I'm positive for the future. I mean, we just got to, you know, find our third baseman and um, see what we have to do about first base too because, you know, if Zim, if Zim plays this final year – um, we know that Thames is not the answer. Yeah. Um, I actually really liked – who's the, the new guy we got? The Marlin. Marlon Castro. Yeah, I really liked him. I actually really liked him. I think he brought a, a fresh face to the franchise. Um, yeah, he unfortunately broke his wrist three yeah. weeks the season. So. Yeah, unfortunately. But I liked – for his first three weeks, he was really good. I liked him. Yeah, he was hitting above 300. Yeah, so I liked how he played. So hopefully um, – I would say just we take this off season to just kind of get our chips back in – in the pod and, and just see what happens. Uh, Cause I'm optimistic and I don't have anything to complain about. Cause we haven't, we just won. So, you know, yeah, yeah. it's been worse. It'll be, it'll be nice to just sit back and kind of watch these, how these playoff games this year come uh, turn out. Yeah. Get to be a fan. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you want to be stressing out like in this, in the eighth inning about like, about like the Nats, you can just kind of relax and watch the games. Yeah, oh my gosh. Last year I was a like Hudson was just <laughs> we, we we could be up by four or five runs in the last inning and I'm oh, like, I'd be so scared. Sweating. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be so nervous. Yeah. That was those like seventh, eighth, ninth innings just took years off my life. Yeah. Last so year. a lot less stress this October. Um, yeah, 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 it'd be good. I, I'm I'm personally I, I want the athletics to do well. I really like the athletics team, how they're looking. And I, I want them to just beat the Astros because Herrera has been talking a lot on Twitter and he's, he's been getting on my nerves. So I hope, I hope yeah, that they can accept the guy. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he's a, he's a jerk. <laughs> he's a real jackass. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, we'll dude. With him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like one, one thing that's been awesome about this season, um, there's a, there's an account it's called on Twitter's Astro shame tour. <laughs> and he just like goes in on the Astros every time. Like he would just be like, Jose Altuve is only batting like a 214. Like, let's go. Like, it's so funny. And he'll be like, yeah, like, we're going to, we're going to like have this rally here, or, like do this Zoom call. Like, it was, it was, it's so funny watching him. And he's like, he's, he's like the biggest athletics fan in the world right now. So good. good. I'm looking forward to the postseason. But yeah, the Nats, they really didn't look like themselves yeah, last year. No, it, they didn't. It really never felt like it got off the ground to begin with. No, it, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Started. Like yeah, Strasburg was yeah. out. Like he, I think he pitched like four or five innings a whole year. I know. Yeah, he didn't. He never had like a complete game. He was always just hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it never yeah, really felt like it got going. But yeah, I agree with you. Though having October off, getting everybody back, and just kind of like, all right, mm-hmm. but let, let's restart. Yeah, that. let's have a reset. <laughs> let's let's forget about what what just happened this year. Because yeah. I I thought that one thing that was funny, but also just like kind of like weird was just how like we kept wearing like our champion like our like gold jerseys like 45 games in it's like all right like we stink right now like <laughs> yeah like i get like we just won the championship but it's like you're wearing the gold jerseys and we're like getting destroyed it's like, like we got we got 15 wins under our belt of, yeah of yeah it's like maybe maybe just hang those up and put the blue ones back on and then you'll play better or something yeah it's uh 
Well, at the end of the season, though, they won like seven of their last. Yeah, I know, I know. But all that did was hurt us with the draft order. I know. That's what I'm upset about. Yeah, that's what I'm upset about, too. It's <laughs> it like, went from like the third overall pick to like the ninth. I know, dude. I don't know why. Well, whatever. I guess we wanted to go out swinging, which is fine. Yeah. But yeah, is there any uh, free agents you're hoping the Nats sign to kind of fill in some gaps? What are you hoping the Nats do this offseason? Uh, this offseason? Um, Give me your top three things if you were GM, if you were Mike Rizzo. If I was Mike Rizzo, honestly, I, I, I would look for a younger catcher. I feel like Suzuki and Gomes are just getting really, getting really old. I would look at a new catcher, I think. Um, and then obviously I would address, I would address first base. I know that Zimmerman's got another year. I would do something about first base. And honestly, I might give Adam Eaton the X and try to bring in a new guy at, at uh, right field. Hmm. I don't know. I just I, – I something about Adam Eaton has never sat right with me ever since he was yeah. signed. So that's probably what I would do. I, I would look for a younger catcher. I would look for just a, a third – or sorry, a first baseman for after Zim. Because, like, I still have faith in Keyboom, and I think that we can still have some talent for third base. Uh, and then, yeah, maybe look for a new right fielder. Mm-hmm. Eaton, like, I, I thought that I just that one error this year just was unacceptable. I can't believe, <laughs> like, he he did that. So, yeah, that's probably those would be my three moves if I was Rizzo. Okay, so the top top free agents that are available um, for the positions you mentioned, catcher obviously is going to be JT Realmuto. Yeah. Would you like to sign him? He is that would be cool. Years old. He how old is he? Thirty. Yeah, dude. I would I would look at Rio Mito. So would you rather sign him and then fill in an outfield spot from within? Because he's gonna cost a lot of money. So Oh yeah, no, he would cost a lot. What uh, would our options be if we um what about for right field? What what are the right field free agents? Yeah, so that's another interesting one. George Springer is available. Oh, Springer, okay. Mm-hmm. That would be weird seeing him in a nasty uniform. That would be really weird. I, I personally like George Springer a lot. I I think he's fun. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, he's a great player, obviously. Yeah. So. yeah. Other outfield options. Cool. Marcelo Zuna, he's not that great of a defender, so we might be putting him at first base if we sign him. That would be cool. That would be interesting. Okay. Other outfield options. This is one that I would personally like to see would be uh-huh. Jock Peterson. Oh, yeah. Jock Peter. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Justin cool. Turner as well. I think. Oh, yeah, be- Justin Turner is going to be a free agent. I've always liked Justin Turner. I thought he was—he's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. Then yeah, then maybe maybe stick with our catchers and and sign maybe uh maybe one of those guys. Then I, I do like Springer. Now that you mention it, Springer Springer would be cool a mm-hmm. cool signing. But I feel like the the, the Nationals we we definitely have to drop we're gonna have to drop some money on on someone. I feel like we. So there's this one guy I follow on Twitter that brought up a good point. It's like the, the Nats haven't made a big splash on an offensive player, I think, in, in some time. So it'd be cool. It's to like see Jason it. Worth. Like. Yeah. So I, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think it'd be cool, actually, yeah, for us to make a splash in an offensive player or an offensive player because we clearly need it. We need it. We need more offense. So yeah, yeah. we got because we got the pitching down. We have we have some solid defenders. I would I would say just yeah, just get get a new guy to to maybe fire up the guys in the dugout and, and get the bats, you know, back to what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I personally, I've been uh, following Jack Peterson around. He, on the surface, you may not like him. You may think he's too cocky, but um, mm-hmm. he's actually one of the more uh, down to earth guys on that Dodgers team. I think he would be a, a 
burst of energy. He's young. I like him. He can play the outfield and first base. Yeah, he's only 28. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, his salary wasn't – yeah, it doesn't seem like it would be that. And he mashes righties, which I love. Yeah, need, let's go. Yep. Like putting him in there with Soto and Turner. Oh, yeah, I, man. He's a cool – yeah, he's definitely – Um. Yeah, I'm just doing a little bit of research on him myself. Yeah, no, I, it would be cool. Yeah, I would. I like that idea actually. Yeah, Jack Peterson seems cool. I just really want the Nats, you know, be just be aggressive in the market. I want them to, you know, let's get let's get. A, I, let's I get agree. A, I agree so good, much. Let's get a damn good player. Let's get somebody good. <laughs> yeah, the, my biggest pet peeve this season was not not the, not the pitching because it's like all right, Anibal Sanchez. Like you knew you knew he wasn't going to do what he did last year. That's fine. Like this this season was a wash. Let's. Let's get some freaking bats in the lineup, man. Like, I, I just go into the game thinking, all right, we have to shut the other team out or we're not going to win. <laughs> like, that, that's just how I felt watching every game. But, yeah, I completely agree with you. We need, uh, we need offense. So, hopefully they make a splash in the market. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I just want us to do something because that was <laughs> – That was one of my – Yeah, because you, you, like, look back on the score lines in the season and you're like, wow, they really just – they just were dull. I don't know. It wasn't as, as much excitement as last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do agree with you. I think I like Adam Eaton. I just can't rationalize spending that much on him for what he does from a value yeah. standpoint. And then Sean Doolittle, I think the way yeah. relievers are, you can't be spending that much money on a reliever, um, especially yeah. with the way the guy, the way uh, Kyle Finnegan, Kyle McGowan broke out. Tanner. Yeah. Finnegan, yeah. Finnegan was good. Yeah. Tanner Rainey's still there. We got Will. Yeah, Rainey. Yeah, year. he's a good too. Or no, Will Harris. Will Harris for another. Year. Yeah, we have. Ha- yeah, we have Harris because he um he was one guy that I was excited about this year because I thought that he actually was he pitched really well against us in the World Series last year and he didn't have a terrible de- the year this year. So he just dealt with injuries, so he never really got yeah. going. Yeah, like yeah. The, the, everything with the Nats is like you never felt like yeah. they could get it going, and that was. Oh no, my thoughts. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't get any. They couldn't. They couldn't get any like momentum. They'd yeah. be like, "Okay, cool. We won this like great game, you know, like nine seven, and then the next game they go in and they get blown out. Like, all yeah. they they couldn't get like the wheel. They couldn't. They couldn't do anything. I think they were focusing so much on like going one and zero every day that they just couldn't. They couldn't connect it. Like they did. I don't know. It was just it was incredibly frustrating. Yeah, it was just a different energy all the way around, I felt. And I think that's because we lost, like, key, like, just, like, hype guys in, in the dugout, like Dozier and, and Parra, because I thought that they just – they didn't maybe contribute, um, like, on the field, but they would probably get the guys excited. And, yep, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did like the trumpet thing that we had going this year. That was cool, the whole <laughs> trumpet thing. But, yeah. I don't know, it wasn't, wasn't the same. Yeah, no, it's just all, – all the way around, you never uh... – just like you said, never could string together a couple of wins. It was mm-hmm. rough to watch. But uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My my yeah, we, I'd be like watching my dad. He'd be like, man, this is so frustrating. They played great last night. Like, what happened? They vanished. Mm-hmm. Not the same team. Yeah, no, that's just the way it was. Uh, but yeah, is there anything else uh, that you wanted to talk about? Okay, yeah, yeah. Who's your uh, who's your sleeper pick for this playoffs? Ooh, sleeper pick. Well, I had the Reds. I had the Reds. Oh, you had the Reds. Unfortunately, lost today. They couldn't score a single run. I know. Frustrating. Yeah, geez. Yeah, the Reds. I was surprised, man. Uh I thought the Reds were going to do some real damage. Everyone was, you know, talking about how lethal they could be in a a three-game or a best of three. Starters did their jobs. 
I know. Yeah, Trevor Bauer didn't. Trevor Bauer had what? Ten or eleven strikeouts? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, they they couldn't hit. It was, it was like uh, it was like a Nats nightmare. It was like a Nats nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess from the teams left. Yeah. Who would you oof. think? I'm I, I like the Oakland Athletics. Now that you mentioned it, like they I'm have thinking the Athletics, goal. dude. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm really thinking Athletics. And then if the Athletics go down, I, I I would like to see the Marlins win. I think that would be that so would good. be hilarious. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. I want them to beat the Cubs so bad, dude. Me too. Because <laughs> I just have not. Dude, I like supported like I had a bunch of like French from Chicago, and you know I was super supportive of them when they won uh, the World Series. And then it's like we played them in the playoffs the next year, and they're just the biggest like jerks. And I'm like, wow, like I support you guys, and you're not going to show me any sympathy. But yeah, I really hope the Cubs lose because they're like Cubs fans have been talking a lot of smack to me. So yeah, I would I would like for the Cubs to lose. That would be cool. I want them going so bad. Um, yeah, just... their their fan base is very. Very up and down, but recently they've been down. Like I have not been a fan. I would say, yeah, I would say either the Athletics or I want the Padres to come back, man. Really would like to see the Padres because I feel like the Padres have always been a farm team, and now that they have Machado and now they have Tatis, like, mm-hmm. and the and the probably their best pitching prospect isn't even playing for them yet. So that I, the I next know. year they're going to be a, an issue. Um, but yeah, right now yeah. they got they're they're rallying right now, so they got something. They're putting something together. Um, we'll see if they can come back and win that one. Yeah, uh, you'll know by so. tomorrow. <laughs> I hope so, dude. Yeah, out, but yeah, but I would, I would say, uh, yeah, sleeper pick. I, I'm going on the athletic train, man. All right, yeah. Um, actual pick. Yeah, you what would your think actual is going to win the World Series? Okay. Hmm. You know what? No, no emotions. I would say, I, I would think maybe it would be the Dodgers' time. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I think, think they've gone through enough hard. I think it would be the Dodgers' time. They're so good. <laughs> They're so stacked, dude. I think it's the Dodgers' time, honestly. Yeah, they are. They I, are. I, I, I want Kershaw. I feel so bad for Kershaw at this point. I want Kershaw to get a get a ring. Yeah, how did he do uh, yesterday? Or no, he's pitching tonight. I'm excited for that. All right, yeah, Kershaw tonight. Let's yeah, go. let's go. Yeah, Kershaw tonight. Um, and then who else? Hmm. Yeah, I know. Honestly, yeah, sleeper pick A's. And then uh, Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers is my real pick. That's probably what I would do. There you go. There you go. I like it. Yeah. And then Nats. Hopefully uh, they <laughs> hopefully we rebound and make a big splash in the offseason with, with an offensive purchase. We have to buy someone. I want us to spend money. Mm-hmm. Please spend money. Yes. Yeah. I, I think they, they'll have enough room to do it because Anibal Sanchez is coming off the books. We're not re-signing him. <laughs> I, yeah, I think they're going to get. I think they're going to axe Sean Doolittle, which is fine. Oh yeah. I think we should get rid of Adam Eaton. Uh, let Stevenson or Michael Taylor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think 100%. biggest, the most impactful signing would be Real Muto, obviously, because we don't have any catching cool. prospects in the in the pipeline. Yeah, we don't have any catchers, and they're getting old. Um, but uh, other than that, I'd I'd think uh, a George Springer, Jock Peterson, Justin. Yeah. Turner. Like yeah, just solid bats, man. We just need yeah, a hundred percent. We we need to our our order is too dull. Like we just need a yeah, we need that splash in our batting order. I, I think my dream scenario. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. What's your what's your well, scenario? Or my dream lineup. So yeah, off Trey Turner at shortstop, mm-hmm. batting second Juan Soto in left field, hitting mm-hmm. third Justin Turner at first base. <laughs> that uh, would be sweet. 
hitting fourth, I think I would put Jock Peterson. Um, that, that's you know that, that's a great that's a great first four. Yeah, and then that's that's a solid lineup. And then hitting fifth, we would have Starlin Castro back. Yeah, from injury. I like him hitting the fifth spot because he's a high average guy. So just knock in all those guys in front of him. Yeah, yeah, I like fast. that. He's got yeah, um, yeah, he's a high up batting average guy. I like that. And then I guess hitting sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, <laughs> we got to figure it out for yeah. DH center field. Like, what uh-huh. what's, is Robles going to finally start hitting a key? Uh, is he going to be a third baseman and catcher? So, yeah, but I think that top five would be very. So fun to watch. So fun to watch. Because be awesome. professional hitter, professional hitter, professional hitter. Yeah. Yeah, you just have guys rake in the first through five spot. That would I mean, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that'd be it's, very it's, exciting. That would make the see that make the next season so cool. Yeah. So hopefully that happens, man. Yeah. And anything else? Do you think that uh, the Twins will ever win a playoff <laughs> season game? Again, maybe <laughs> in twenty thirty two. Dude, the uh, Twins are just so. Oh God, I, I feel bad for them, but they have a lot of really good hitting prospects coming up. That I don't. Dude, think I, I feel so coming. bad for the Twins, man. Um, yeah, I, I feel bad for them too. But they oh. are going to be dangerous if they get a starting pitcher, maybe like a yeah. Trevor Bauer season or something. But it, it's yeah. going to be. I will. I would keep your eye on the. Minnesota Twins. No, I know, dude. Yeah, because like I like I've been liking their teams the last two seasons, but they just haven't been able to get it done. Yep. And I feel bad for them. I think that their sixteen game postseason leading streak or losing streak leads all four professional sports now. Yeah. Oh yeah, by a lot. By yeah, they've time. been they've been sober. It's just been so brutal for them. So hopefully they can do something. All right, Henry. Thank you so much. It was, it was yeah, fun. It was a good conversation. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. That was a blast.